Okay, so today I want to talk about weight loss and specifically I want to talk about what you should actually stop trying to lose weight. Now I know a lot of people are going to get confused by that, so we're going to talk about it. Okay, we're going to work all the way through it. So when I tell you that you should stop trying to lose weight, that's not to say that being overweight is necessarily healthy. Okay, I think any rational person will will know and will accept that being overweight for a prolonged period of time is actually quite bad for your overall health and health is what you should prioritize. So when I say that we should stop trying to lose weight, I don't mean you shouldn't lose weight. I just mean it shouldn't be your primary focus. And the reason being is that while we all assume losing weight and weighing less makes us healthier, that is by no means the case. Trust me, there are plenty of people who are a quote healthy weight who are not actually healthy in the same way that you can be overweight and unhealthy you can be a healthy weight and completely unhealthy too and it's not something that people talk about in the fitness industry at all really and the reason is is that it just doesn't sell programs and i know that might sound cynical but let's be honest you didn't get to the weight or situation you're in now in six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks it typically took or typically it does take quite a bit longer than that to get to that point so a general rule of thumb is the time it takes for you to get to the weight you're at that's going to be at least the time it's going to take for you to lose it we all know it's easier to gain weight than to lose weight so when i say you should stop trying to lose weight i'm saying we should stop making it the primary focus the overall focus at all times should be optimizing our health. The reality is, is that while being overweight is a problem, it's actually a symptom of a much more deeply rooted underlying cause. And until you address that initial cause, the symptoms are always gonna present themselves. That's why we see people losing weight quite quickly on be it a six week challenge or an eight week challenge or a 12 week challenge, or even over the course of a few months with just dedicated work we see that once they get to that point it starts to just go the other way once we finish up you know uh, I had a, a client come to me recently and the issue she had was that she had gained back all this weight that she'd lost for a wedding last year and the problem with that was we set the deadline well it wasn't me personally who worked with her at the time but the deadline was set for the wedding that's the time she needed to lose the weight for and she worked toward that deadline and once she reached it things went back to normal the weight crept back on and the reason being was that the focus was specifically weight loss it wasn't addressing any of the underlying causes that led to the weight gain in the first place so that's what we really should be focusing on is our overall our overall health and not spe not specifically weight loss because to be perfectly honest trying to lose weight sucks it does it's hard work and it can lead to a really really negative mindset you'll find that when you're trying to lose weight typically you're going to be aiming for a daily amount of calories and a daily amount of protein that you should be getting in each day and then each week as you're progressing through your your journey that changes but once you hit the the targets you're going to lose weight but that becomes all you're focusing on all you care about is the calories you're not looking at things like your sleep your energy your hormones how you actually feel when was the last time you actually thought if you're 
going through a weight loss phase at the moment, when was the last time you actually thought about how you actually feel? You know, do you wake up in the morning feeling fresh, ready to take on the day? Are you going to bed feeling really tired? How's your skin? You having dry, itchy skin? How's your hair? Is it getting thin? Is it getting brittle? Is it looking dull? These are all things that people are experiencing when they're in their weight loss phases. And they're just ignoring them because all they care about is that number on the scale. And the thing is, the number on the scale is never going to go the way you want it to go. That's just not how it works. We all hear, or we, we've all heard, or we all know the rule of, you know, one pound a week or two pound a week. But again, what's not kind of advertised and vocalized around the fitness industry is that's an average. That's someone who lost, you know, 24 pounds on a 12 week program. Yes, that's two pounds per week. But the reality is, is they lost two pounds this week. They won't lose anything next week. And then they lose three the next week and then two and then maybe one. And then when you work out the total weight loss over the, that space of time, it works out at two pounds per week. And that's where we get it. But we focus on all these things like two pounds per week. So you're targeting two pounds per week. You jump on the scale on Sunday. You've only lost one. Now, over the course of your entire plan, that's fine. But when you look at the work, all the work you've just done to only lose one pound, it's so demotivating and ultimately then you just revert back. You think all that work, it didn't, it didn't get me, didn't get me where I needed to be. I'm just going to give up. So you give up and when you give up, you revert back to the behaviors and the, the habits that led you to want to lose the weight in the first place or to need to lose the weight in the first place. So how do we, how do we tackle that? And this is an approach I take with all my clients. It's an approach I suggest even just try it. Okay. Stop focusing on weight loss. Stop making that the goal. That is a symptom. You need to understand what is driving you to gain weight in the first place or to have gained the weight. And then you start addressing that. And what you do is you don't worry about how much weight you're losing. You simply worry about making healthier choices in your day-to-day -day life. That's it. That's all you need to do. It doesn't need to be about a set number of calories each day and every day, or you have to hit your protein goal. You know, just what can you do today that is going to make you healthier? Is it going to bed earlier? Is it making sure you get fruit and veg with every meal you eat? Is it choosing healthier protein sources, you know? Can you have a, a, an extra bit of chicken with dinner as opposed to slamming down two extra shakes? Can you have a natural yogurt instead of a protein shake? All these little things will make big, big differences and they will address the whole picture. Okay, it's, it's, it's genuinely, it's concerning how many people come to me and they say, and we, we have a discussion and I'll say, okay, so what's your, what's your goal? And it's like, I want to lose weight. Perfect. We can do that. Why do you want to lose weight? Okay. I want to be healthier. You go, okay, so we can take a, you want to be healthier. That makes sense because we equate weight loss with being healthier. But as I said, it is entirely possible and it's a lot more common than you might realize for someone to be a healthy weight, but be completely unhealthy. 
okay there are plenty of people who are not overweight who have just a t terrible hormonal balance their energy is shot their skin and hair isn't is not healthy overall they're just unhealthy and it is because of habits you know you can take if we take two people who need to lose 10 to 15 pounds just as an example and one does it in six weeks by drastically cutting calories and dramatically increasing their activity and the other decides to do it instead of six weeks we'll say 12 weeks and they do that by just increasing general activity throughout the day as on top of their their training and they focus on healthy habits like drinking more water getting eight hours of sleep eating more whole foods okay one does it in six weeks with the crash quick nice and easy approach and one takes the longer route focusing on a few other few other areas more health focused they both lose 10 pounds who's healthier yes they've both achieved their healthy weight but who is actually healthier well if we take the two examples the person who dropped cut their calories to rock bottom calories the minimum calories they need how much energy do you think they have how fresh do you think they feel in the morning when they jump up out of bed well when they wake up they're probably not going to jump up out of bed when we look at the person who is drinking more water and sleeping more and eating more whole natural foods what do you think their energy is like how do you think they feel when they wake up in the morning they probably are jumping up out of bed see they've both lost the same amount of weight one took longer one took shorter but one was health focused while one was focused that number on the scale it's all about hitting that number this these few calories way more workouts more cardio yeah it's going to get you where to, to where you want to be but what next what happens after you hit that point you haven't adopted any of the healthy habits that's going to help you sustain that weight loss and just so you're actually clear when you lose weight drastically and then gain it back and lose it and gain it and gain it that does have serious serious implications to your body it is going to affect your overall health but each time you do it it's actually going to impact your ability to lose weight the next time because you're setting this you're reinforcing this negative you know habit and this negative self-fulfilling prophecy that you can't lose weight you know again i talk to people and they say i'm not sure this is going to work i've tried before and it hasn't and what that means is and typically what that means is it means they've tried all these different approaches with the short-term fix in mind they're looking for that solution that result excuse me they're looking for that just we need to get we need to get to this weight we need to get to this weight it's not about getting to that weight it's about how you get there and doing that as healthily and as safely as you can and what you'll find is is that when you don't focus solely on calories protein workouts and hitting that that target weight each week or that goal weight at the end of 12 weeks what you find is when you take the focus away from that it actually becomes a lot simpler 
when you're not worried about what your weight is at this exact moment or what it's going to be in two weeks time or three weeks time it takes the pressure off and we all have pressure on our shoulders at the moment you know depending on where you're you're joining us here today from you could be in total lockdown or you might not be in lockdown you might have kids running around at home you know who aren't in school and you're trying to work from home we all have so much happening the last thing we need is more pressure on our shoulders and you know there is the argument to be made that during a lockdown or a global pandemic is not the time to be focusing on your weight and on and I can get that that's a fair I think that's a fair statement but I think at this time it is so important that we're focusing on our health because we are at a time where we are under so much more pressure and there are so much more risks involved in everything we do it's important that we are healthier and that health is physical and it's mental and that is something that I know the fitness industry especially with lockdowns and gym being closed the fitness industry is keen to very very keen to push the impacts of your mental health and the same people who are pushing that promoting mental health and gyms for mental health while they're true it does it does play a part is focusing on weight loss and putting yourself under so much pressure good for your mental health and not even i don't even mean in the context of right now in general it's not good it can lead to a really really negative mindset you can start thinking of foods in the wrong way thinking of social interactions in the wrong way you know i have um i've experienced it myself it's you know you're invited out obviously not lately but you're invited out for uh you know a 21st or a christening or a family event and the first thing that comes into your head is i'm not going to be able to eat or drink at that event because it's, it's not going to fit the plan and i need to lose weight that's no way to live your life and when you are focused solely on fat loss or solely on weight loss or solely on hitting number on the scale that's the kind of mindset especially over a prolonged period of time that is the sort of mindset that can creep in but when you focus on your overall health physical and mental you will build a much better relationship with food a much better understanding of the foods you eat and how they affect your body and when you eat, focus on a natural whole food diet you're gonna see improvements everywhere and the difference and the importance with seeing improvements everywhere when you focus on this kind of big picture healthy lifestyle is that those improvements and those little wins you see in all other areas motivate you to keep going when you're focused solely on the weight your current weight the number on the scale or a measurement be it your waist or your hips or your chest or whatever as I said, it's, that's not going to change every week. Some weeks you might jump on the scale and the weight's gone up. That's normal. It's to be expected. It happens. And there's a lot of variables that can impact that. Likewise, you could jump on the scales and it has stayed the same. Again, a lot of variables in there. doesn't mean you're not making progress. You are. It's just not evident on that one metric. Likewise, with measurements, this week your waistline might not shrink. It might stay the same maybe you had you know a fizzy drink before at some point after 6 p.m and it's caused a little bit of bloating so your waistline's bigger the next day but when that's all you're focused on and you don't see the progress in that area it demotivates you straight away straight away and I, again i've been there i've stepped on the scale on a sunday morning and it's like oh shit 
I haven't lost my two pounds this week. I worked really hard this week and I didn't get it. What am I going to do? Maybe this isn't going to work. And it starts that negative mindset. That's why we say, you know, focus on the little wins. Focus on things like, okay, so your weight didn't change. But those jeans you bought two weeks ago, are they feeling a little bit looser? And they are. That was actually, I had a client this week. Uh, she checked in and weight hadn't changed. And we did our check-in and there was some frustration expressed there because the weight hadn't gone down, which is fine. And I said, you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago you bought some new jeans. How, how did they fit this week? And when she tried them on, yeah, they, they were looser. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, I am seeing progress because these didn't fit two weeks ago. Or they fit better now. And that's important. And when you focus on your overall health and the bigger picture, as opposed to just trying to lose weight, you have so many more opportunities to see progress and see growth or shrinkage, whatever your, your particular goal is. But you can say to yourself, okay, so I haven't lost weight this week, but I've slept a lot better. I've fallen asleep more easily. I've woken up feeling fresher. My skin's a lot clearer. My hair looks and feels a lot healthier, feels thicker. These are all very important things that indicate you are living a healthier lifestyle. And when you start noticing them, they reinforce that this is working. As I said, weight loss isn't, it's not the problem, it's a symptom. And when you start addressing the problem and treating the actual problem as opposed to the symptoms, they start to clear up. You know, um, I actually sent this out in my newsletter recently where my little dog, Elliot, so you would have seen him on Instagram and, and my other social media, you would have seen him pop up in stories and pictures. So we rescued him from the, the local dog rescue. And we had him a couple of weeks and he started to have some issues with going to the toilet. He was getting sick a little bit and he had... He was, he was just scratching all the time and he was scooting along the floor. So I took him to the vet and the vet said, oh, he has a bowel infection. And I was like, oh, okay, that explains it. He had really bad breath as well. It was horrific. But the vet said it's a, it's a bowel infection. It's quite a bad bowel infection, so we're going to treat him. So he got really strong antibiotic and he took that for a few days and then he kept started throwing up again he started to improve for a few days and then he started throwing up so straight back to the vets he was kept overnight he was given more medication and i picked him up the following morning and he was put on a new diet and he went on to the new diet for a few days while he was on his medication and everything started clearing up he was toileting very very easily uh, he struggled with them when he wasn't well believe me but he started to he just overall seemed better and once he had cleared up and his antibiotics had finished, the vet said, no, back to his regular regular diet. He was on a, a specialized control diet while he was on his medication. And that all cleared up. And the vet said, no, back to normal. He's healthy and happy. Off you go. So we brought him home. And that evening he had his usual food. And the following morning he had his usual food. And then around lunchtime on the second day, I noticed him scooting again. So, you know, when I say scooting, you know what I mean? The dragging his butt across the, the new mat that we got in the living room. Not ideal. 
So we seen him doing that and he was, you know, scratching behind his ears and his hair was starting to molt a little bit. And I was kind of thinking, what is going on? I thought we, we solved this. And I actually spoke to a dog nutritionist, believe it or not, they exist. And they said, yeah, no, he has a food intolerance. That's what his problem is. He has a food intolerance. The food that we had been giving him was causing his skin to go dry and itchy. It was causing him issues, toileting. It was, you know, giving him bad breath. It was making him sick. And we switched his diet to a special sensitive one. That's, um, you know, it was the same brand as what he was on, but it was, it's formulated differently. And he genuinely hasn't had an issue since. Because we actually identified the root problem and treated it. And it's the same thing. When you see, if you are someone who's overweight and you're not happy with your body, losing the weight through a calorie deficit and increasing your exercise is fine. That is how you're going to do it. But unless you address the overall lifestyle habits and relationship with food that you have, the problem is not going to be solved because that weight is eventually going to come back on this is why we have the stat that 95 percent of diets don't work the truth is 100 percent of diets work for as long as you can maintain them and that's why we see you know crash diets or fad diets they're not maintainable that's why they don't work long term and then we see people who follow ketogenic diets or a slimming world diet and yeah it works and they feel like they can sustain it. But once you hit that goal and you're saying, oh no, I've reached my, my goal weight. I can go back to eating the way I ate in the past that led me to gain the weight. And then you jump back, you gain all the weight back. Because you haven't actually ad addressed the problem. And the problem was your eating habits, your lifestyle choices, your food choices, your overall relationship with food. So that's why you should stop trying to lose weight. You should stop trying to lose weight and start trying to build a healthier relationship with food and a healthier lifestyle overall. And what you'll find is when you treat that problem of the poor relationship with food and the poor lifestyle habits, that's the, that's the core problem. That sits here. And then from that, you get low energy, you get bad sleep, you get weight gain. So you can address all of these things individually, but until you address the core problem, you're not going to fix it long term. And that is why you should stop trying to lose weight, because it's just it's a small symptom in the grand scheme of things. OK, so how do you go about doing that? Well, it's really simple. Focus on one area at a time. And what you'll find is, is that even though you focus on one area at a time, you're going to see benefits in all other areas the main one i find and the most important one i find to tackle first off is diet okay and it's again it comes down to people saying i just need to eat less i just need to do a little do a little bit more activity just drop a little off the plate and i'll be fine but you do need to be conscious of what you're eating when you're eating it and why you're eating it to why you're eating it that's a big one so what you do is i strongly recommend keeping a food diary you can go down the road to my fitness pal i personally i use my fitness pal some of my clients use my fitness pal 
absolutely nothing wrong with it. But you don't necessarily have to weigh out every single thing you eat to the gram on my fitness pal. And if you're not going to do that, if you want to do that, that's absolutely fine. But if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. And if you're not going to, I think my fitness pal can just be a little bit tedious. So in that case, just a, just the notes app on your phone or a pen and paper can really help. And all you, it's very simple. Keeping a food diary does not have to be tedious. It does not have to and should not take up a lot of your time or your energy. Basically, pen and paper or your notes app, whatever, you just write it down. Write down what you're eating. And again, you don't have to be super specific. You can say breakfast, one muffin, one bowl of cereal with milk. You know, it doesn't have to be one blueberry and chocolate muffin. If that's a thing, I'm not sure if they still put blueberry and chocolate in muffins. But, you know, a blueberry muffin, 250 grams, approx 380 calories. It doesn't have to be that that deep. Just simply write down roughly portion-wise what you had of the food. And then write down how you feel at the time you're eating it. And where are you at? So, you know, if you were to look at my hypothetical food diary for today, breakfast was a cup of black coffee and I felt tired. And then mid-morning snack was, did I have toast? Yeah, it was two slices of toast. And I ate it at my desk and I was still feeling tired, but I was also feeling stressed. And then it just proceeds that way throughout the day. And what you'll do is then every couple of days, just kind of look over it. And what you'll actually start to see is trends. You'll actually see that in the mornings you're tired. In my example, everyone's will be, will be different, obviously. But you'll start to see trends like that. In the mornings, I'm feeling tired. In the afternoons, I'm feeling stressed. In the evenings, I'm feeling stressed and tired and a little bit anxious. And then what you'll also start to see among those trends is, is that when you're stressed and anxious, that's when you start going the other way in terms of your food choices. You know, you'll see breakfast, porridge and, and an apple. And you see lunch, smoked salmon, low fat uh, cream cheese and, you know, brown bread with scrambled eggs, for example. And then in the mid-afternoon, maybe at three o'clock, you're going to start seeing the stress and anxiety creep in alongside I had four biscuits and two cups of coffee with milk and sugar and then in the you know you'll have your dinner and then in the evening again tired stressed anxious whatever your emotions are and everyone is going to be different it's a very personal personal thing you're going to see that they pop in and alongside all these emotions you're going to see all these food choices and look, we're 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 not we're not stupid. We all kind of know what we should and shouldn't be eating, and what's optimal for us in terms of our health. Okay, now you know me. No food is off limits. There's no can't and can you know can and can't have or should and shouldn't have. But if we're all being honest, we're all adults. We can all say that yes, it's better to have fruit than chocolate biscuits. You know, it's a no brainer. So you will start to see foods that don't align necessarily with your overall goal of improving your health 
and then in those trend in those trends from recording your food you're going to see that these foods creep in at certain times of the day and with certain feelings and that's going to give you a lot to go off you're going to say okay well when i'm stressed i'm eating these foods and then you can address that and you can look at okay well first of all why am i getting stressed what's causing me the stress the frustration and the anxiety and you're going to say it's, it's work it's you know the kids running around the house while i'm trying to work it's you know i'm just worried about covid that's fine you can it's absolutely fine to be worried about covid i was worried about covid because i got it it's what happens life constantly changes and it is always going to bring in moments where you're going to get stressed and you're going to get anxious and you're going to make choices based off those emotions the important thing to do is recognize it's happening recognize that when you feel this way you tend to act this way and then build off from there is there a way that you can handle that emotion better can you meditate can you journal can you just do a breathing exercise can you get up and walk around you know loosen things up a bit can you make better food choices can you make the sweets and treats less accessible and make healthier alternatives more accessible you know and then from there you are improving your relationship with food you're improving your overall mood you're reducing your stress you're increasing your activity because you know you might be walking as a way to handle your stress and that's great because it's better for you it's good for you because obviously it's movement it's activity and it helps reduce stress which is always good because if you're stressed for too long it's you know or often it's going to have negative side effects and just like that you're building these overall healthier habits you know a better relationship with food you're feeling better your mental health is better and when you stop doing that and or sorry when you start doing all that and address all these things it's not unusual to see that you're actually going to start losing weight because you're just making better choices more informed choices you know you can still have foods that you like and you should include foods that you like because as i said something that the problem with the 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 diet industry if you like is that it's a focus on reducing your calories and yes you have to reduce your calories but it's often boiled down into eat less move more when the reality is you shouldn't be eating less you should be eating as much as you can for as few calories as you can and that means including things like fruit and veg and lower calorie high volume foods and that's but you know that's not trying to eat less move more it sounds better it's snappier so people go for it but yeah so the food diary is a big one other things like you know be honest with yourself about your sleep you know are you going to bed early enough are you getting eight hours of sleep each night and not just eight hours of sleep but eight hours of quality sleep where you actually do feel refreshed you know can you start looking at excuse me you know cutting down caffeine in the afternoon all those kind of things and by the way when you focus on fat loss and you make fat loss the goal and this you have to reach this weight within this time frame you tend to completely ignore all these other things like your mood your energy how you feel while you're eating why you're eating certain foods how you're sleeping all these things you tend to completely ignore them because you get this tunnel vision on you know on 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 hitting that number each week so it's important to you know 
yes, you should stop trying to lose weight and stop making that your primary focus and you should start focusing on health. Are you living the healthiest lifestyle you can live with the current situation and circumstances you have? And when you do that, you will actually start to see your weight moving in a healthier direction. But the importance is if it goes down one week and up another and then stays the same and then drops again, it doesn't matter because it's not your priority. It's something that happens as a result of all these other healthier actions you're taking. And that's really important as well because you'll see it go down and you'll say, oh, that's great, it's working. And it helps motivate you to keep up with your new habits and your your, your new decisions and lifestyle choices. But if it doesn't go in the direction of you know weight loss, if, it's, if it stalls or it goes up slightly, it's not actually able to demotivate you to stop. Because, okay... My weight didn't change this week, but I'm still sleeping better. My skin's really cleared up. I'm feeling a lot better. I have more energy. See? You've had one slightly negative thing happen, but you've five or six positives. The positives far away the negatives. There's no reason to stop just because your weight didn't drop down this week, especially when you have several other things going for you that are positive you want to keep those feelings going so you're going to keep doing it and you know it is important because there is not enough focus in my opinion i could be wrong there is not enough focus on losing weight healthily the focus is always on losing weight and as i said we all understand that having less body fat on our bodies is healthy but the focus is not given to the healthy way of doing that. And I think it's important. I think it is. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I'd like to thank everyone for joining and having a having a, a bit of time with me on a Friday evening while I waffle at my phone. So hopefully you got some value from it. If you did, let me know. If you didn't, feel free to let me know. I know you are all very vocal about what you don't like so always feel free to get in touch if this is something you'd like to talk about more in terms of how you can improve your relationship with food or how you can take the focus away from fat loss and more on more into just general healthier habits and lifestyle choices you can make always feel free to reach out give me a a dm I, i always always respond well i typically try to respond to everyone but i'll do my best so yeah i hope everyone has a great evening and uh, a good weekend and that you all stay safe and i'll chat to you all very soon thanks guys